cliffcentral.com. Here she is. Anthea, Anthea. She looks hard for the money. So hard for it, honey. She was hard for the money, so you better it all right, Anthea. Good morning. Good morning. Do love that song. Listen, Friday wasn't bad, huh? Not at all, no. We um, were up 0.4%, despite the stronger rand, which was quite nice. So now we're currently 13.23 to the dollar, 14.84 to the euro, 17.23 to the pound. Um, most of the major indices were up, industrials and resources strongly up. Financials were down, although banks were... They kind of held it together, really, except for Ned Bank. It was down almost a percent after they put out a trading statement. And, you know, it's, with the banks, it's all about the numbers. But in, in kind of basically, they saw net interest income grow in mid-single digits. So really not great. And I think just another one of those companies where management are saying – you know, it's a challenging environment. They're worried about business and consumer <clears throat> confidence. It, it really is for banks at the moment, right? Absolutely. It's not great for them. Yeah. And we've got the Saab putting out their interest rate decision on Thursday, and that impacts banks either negatively or positively, obviously. And actually, the funny thing about banks is the highest higher interest rate helps them make money because they charge a percentage above what the interest rate is. Well, they charge us a percentage. Um, and so obviously, a percentage on a higher number is a higher nominal, right? Mm. Um, but I, I think, unfortunately for the banks, um, the rate on Thursday will be unchanged. And in fact, uh, Lesetje Kanyako has been saying that don't think this is a turnaround um, and that he's going to cut interest rates. So he's kind of warned us against that. He said, don't get too excited. Um, it would be nice if he cut because then it would help GDP growth. Oh, but, hell uh, yes, because people also, I mean, so many people are in debt. We had this discussion the other day. We're talking to someone a bit later on this morning, actually, about uh, ways you could save money and cut down your debt. But we'll we'll talk about that in a while. In the meantime, if he does put interest rates up, Oh no, that that would be disastrous. So I don't I mean, think he would do that. Oh, people I, who people are trying to pay things off. So we've got CPI inflation coming out on Wednesday, um, and we might actually fall below six percent for the first time in ages. Hopefully, um, and that that'll help. That'll definitely help. Mm. You know, lots of things we've seen some. Interesting macro data. Last week, we had the FNB Building Confidence Index, um, which is really just a measure of p- uh, building plans that are passed or how they've met. And so you can see where the economy is going and mm. where the people are building into the future. And the real value of building plans last week for the first quarter of this year showed that it dropped by 14%, over 14%. <laughs> yeah, so that's bad. That's that's very bad. Um, and, and it's just saying that, People are not looking to the future. You know, they're not looking for growth. Well, we spoke on, I think it was Thursday or Friday morning about uh, General Motors. And uh, I see Stutterfords have closed their stores. Yes, I was shopping yesterday and saw in Rosebank that Stutterfords... That's pretty terrible, huh? I just thought they were kind of putting in new lines, but... No. Oh, no. So we were talking last week about how they were trying to sell... The, the, the stock they had now so they could buy new stock yeah. and they obviously haven't been able. So they closed three Jesus. stores. Um, are they closed, closed or is it just a? Uh, nope. Those stores are closed, closed. They're gone. Yeah. So Ellerines, oh. the Ellerines family were going to help Statterfords out because they're big shareholders in high prop real estate, which in fact, I think all the Statterfords stores are in the malls that are owned by high prop. And so that was the idea that maybe they'd help, but they decided not to, and there you go. 
Wow. 159-year-old company. Um, they still have some stores open. Um, yeah, I heard they're only keeping like five stores, like the their biggest or their best stores mm. or the five that they started off with, but it just seems so off. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. This is bad. I mean, you know, Stutterford's, whether you like shopping there or not, they've been a, an institution in South Africa for the longest time, and it would be a very, very unfortunate thing if we saw them going down. But as I said when we were talking about GM last week and this uh, this horrible statistic about how much construction is going on, these are the prices you pay for a downgrade. Mm. So all those people who said, oh, no, don't worry about a downgrade, it doesn't mean that much. Well, I'm terribly sorry to disagree, but here we have three very concrete examples of where people are going to lose jobs, where we've got businesses that are established over hundreds, maybe tens of years, that are closing down. And uh, this is a very bad indicator for our country. Full stop. You can't well, argue with it. Exactly, because how do you replace those stores? You don't get tenants for the stores that big so quickly. Mm-hmm. There's huge staff losses, and then all the different brands that try to sell to these people. That's mm-hmm. a massive chunk out of their bottom line. So I do actually think that the um, big stores, the H&Ms, the Zaras, will take big space. They're always looking for big space. And I guess that's half the problem, right? Globalization and competition. And mm-hmm. There you go. Maybe. Maybe they're just not as competitive as they used to be. But don't think mm. that it doesn't have anything to do with the macroeconomic indicators for South Africa. And they'll get those big spaces as a good deal now as well. Go in there and say, right, your mall looks terrible with all this space. We'll take it for a quarter of what you want. But you've hit the nail on the head, Ben, because empty space in a mall is a terrible thing, right? Anyway, a couple of other companies performing quite nicely for us. Steinoff was up over 6% on Friday. It's up 9.5% in two days. This is after the announcement that they were going to spin off their Africa retail assets and list them separately. So I think we're going to hold on to our Steinoffs for a bit longer. Okay, I, I like that. Um, of course, we don't know exactly where it is. We don't know how much debt they're going to put into the Africa assets, so we'll see. Um, and then Tongart was up 4% as well. They put out a trading statement guiding for headline earnings per share to be up 45%, which is very nice. I guess sugar business doing okay, and now that they've had some rain, we should see that turn around. Um, but the property business still really not living up to my expectations, unfortunately. They reported a 641 million rand profit when I think market was expecting over 800 million rand. Um, that's a lot of money to make out of sugar. No, that, that, that's the property business. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, the sugar business made 1.3 million rand, much more, hmm. twice that. Billion. Million, no, bi- no million. Million, no, okay. no, Not that much, unfortunately. Oh. <clears throat> Well, that's bad news for Tim Noakes. I mean, <laughs> kind of <laughs> flying in the face of what he believes. Indeed. All right. And then Discam released their first ever full year uh, set of results. The share was up 4.5%. I think this could be a turnaround story. Well, I mean, not a turnaround story. You've always loved it. I've always been nervous of it because it, 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 it kind of, I wanted to see the margins. I wanted to see what they were doing. And it's not cheap. It's on a 26 times 12 month forward price earnings ratio. It's a 26 rand share now. But they're showing things like um, they're gaining market share, their margins are expanding, they've got improved cash generation through kind of their work, working capital management. Um, diluted headline earnings per share was still down 61%, so that's not great. But I think there's room to grow. I really do. And they look like they're just going to be a cash-generating business, and we love cash-generating businesses because mm-hmm. they pay us dividends. Right. Um so, yeah, I mean, I guess the question is now whether people are going to go for the convenience of a clicks, a small store, or whether they're going to go for this big box format, like, uh, you know, they have big stores in specific locations, 
um, what I'm intrigued about, none of the analysts are talking about the impact of the internet. I'm like, you would have thought that this kind of stuff that they sell is easy to buy on the internet. But maybe, maybe it's internet penetration in South Africa. That's the problem. Okay. Um, and then lastly, Investec also reported, um, I don't even know where to start. There's so many numbers in this. So let's, let's just say that not a great set of results. Um, kind of, it was okay. It was okay. Asset management operating profit was up 22%. We were expecting 30%. Their wealth management business was up 9%. We're expecting 19%. Hmm. And on average, earnings per share increased 17%. So that means that actually the specialist bank, which is kind of their, their business mostly in the UK, has been the key driver of this outperformance. Um, they've seen some net outflows in assets under management in their wealth management business and also asset management because of poor performance, investment performance. Um, but I guess that's part of the deal when you're in that business. It's, uh, it's how you go through the cycle, right? And that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I'm surprised that markets are holding up so well with all this geopolitical stuff going on at the moment. And I see headline, as I opened my Bloomberg just a minute or two ago, or five, ten minutes ago maybe, uh, Ford says they replaced their CEO, Mark Fields, in a push to transform the business. Mm. I think that's going to be interesting. I think they're going to move more towards the EV, AV type cars than just your traditional old kind of combustion engines. That's what I'm thinking. Well, that would be a move. Yeah. But I haven't – I mean, that was just a headline, no story. So okay. we'll see. Maybe I'll tell you more about it. Tonight. Always lots to talk about. Thank you, Anthea. Pleasure. There we so go. Be- before you go, I just need one more point to this whole Stutterfords thing. You go into their website, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you buy online? You can't. You can't. You click on something, it gives you fluffy pictures about men in tight shirts and stuff. <laughs> There's nothing here about like – then you got to click on a brand, and then they don't even like give you any options. Again, one of my favorite things yeah. to ask people is if if ten years ago someone had said to you, "Do you want shares in Edgars or Stutterfords?" If I mean Stutterfords never been a listed company, right? No. But if you could have had shares in them, would you have taken them, or would you have taken a little Zando or? Take a lot. Take a lot. Or any of those. <laughs> what would you have rather taken? At that stage, you probably would have said, well, the big retailer, that's mm-hmm. the obvious one to go for. That's going to make a lot more cash. Mm. You'd be dumb. Yeah. The world's changing. You've got, to, you've got to stay with. This is a big warning to all those other companies that think that just because they've been there for 100 years, they're still going to be there in 100 years. You're yeah, not. Exactly. There's junk status and there's just junk innovation. <laughs> yeah. They've, I mean, this is just stupid. This whole website is one big brochure for pretty people wearing things that you can even know what they're wearing well thank you ben for your vicious criticism my new retail analyst <laughs> there we go <laughs> ben just hops on tears it down in a matter of seconds cliffcentral.com